What's going on, everybody? Happy Victory Monday to some of y'all, to others, especially Denver Bronco fans. You're probably considering killing yourselves after yesterday. But <laughs> that was ugly. We'll get into that here in a few. Welcome to Nonsensical Nonsense, everybody. Hopefully, you guys had a good weekend, got to enjoy some football. Hopefully your team did well, and hopefully your fantasy football teams are doing well. If you're not already, go ahead and check us out on all them socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Don't forget to come hang out with us live every Monday. There we go. Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, 7 p.m. ish on YouTube and Facebook. And if you can't join us live, you can listen to us anytime, any place. Odd Zencaster and Spotify and everywhere you listen and to podcast at intro is like four minutes long, five minutes long. That's about average, probably below average. Four minutes long, five minutes long. I know not everybody listens to talk radio or listens to actual real radio. They listen to you know, the top 40s in the country music stations that play the same thing over and over again, or they listen to political radio or sports radio where it's like, bin it, bin it, and then they repeat the same thing 40 times every half hour. <laughs> What's going on, Chatter's Box? What's up with you guys? Not only am I celebrating uh, Victory Monday, but I'm going to go ahead and throw this bad boy on. What? Dad? If you don't what? How do you know we have a new neighbor? I don't know. Nikki said she's seen him. If you don't know who this jersey belongs to or what this jersey's from, we can't be friends. My fiance got it for me because I'm so awesome. <laughs> you got a tan, a fucking tan. I still got wood. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho, riding solo tonight, per per the usual, per the usual. Um, spend a little bit of time talking a little football. Don't want to spend too much time on fantasy teams. Hopefully, your guys' fantasy teams are doing well. I'm going in with big leads with all my teams, and two of which are locked down. And one, he's going to need some help. He's 48 points down. But can't count him out. Because as we learned yesterday with the Miami Dolphins, <laughs> you need to scan your cat. <laughs> well, it'll go with my tweeter jersey. Right there. West Cannon's finest. State champs, 87-89. Do you like mushrooms? That'll uh, that'll go with my my tweeter jersey that I already have, and soon to have uh, Jonathan Mox jersey. Jonathan Mox. Um, but let's jump right into it, shall we? Let's jump right into these these football these football games yesterday, man. But we had some shockers. Um. Obviously, the biggest news in the NFL right now is fucking Miami Dolphins. 
best movie, best football movie ever made. Absolutely. Fucking Miami Dolphins setting records all over the place. 70 goddamn points yesterday. Over 700 and what, almost 800 yards of offense. Uh, quarter fucking cheerleaders in there playing, making touchdowns. Fans are calling plays. <laughs> Miami was disgusting yesterday. Um, is Miami that good or is Denver just that bad? I'm going to lean a combination of the both. <laughs> So Tyreek Hill, not the craziest numbers, but um, you had one, two, three, four different receivers with touchdowns. Not to mention Mossert, Mossert had three rushing touchdowns, and um, backup running back also had two rushing touchdowns. Not to mention um, two receiving touchdowns. Touchdowns. A lot of touchdowns yesterday. Yeah, Miami was sick. I've been telling people for the last couple of years, Miami's been quietly doing things, man. They've been quietly building a roster, building up a team. Uh, that's not the same Miami that, that everybody's used to seeing. Uh, sucking it up. They they put a very talented roster on both sides of the field together. Um, and I was in uh, the AFC East. I would be a little bit concerned about Miami. And I'm talking to you, Buffalo. Any of Buffaloians? Buffalonians? Sure, it's a word. <laughs> it's, it's very much a word. It's in the Glictionary. Look it up. Miami is currently sitting at the top of that division, 3-0. And uh, I'm gonna do laundry, so I'm taking it out. Okay, there's two empty baskets. There, did you cash get his stuff in the dryer? No, I was thinking about him. He just came oh. in to grab a couple pieces of pizza. Oh, gotcha. Um, outside of just the absolute decimation of Denver, um, fucking Arizona Cardinals shocking the world yesterday and shocking the Dallas Cowboys. Um, with a very lopsided victory. A friend of mine, him and I were having a discussion today. Is Miami that, or not Miami, is Dallas back to old Dallas ways or was yesterday just a fluke? I think I think it was just a fluke. Um, Dallas has a legit defense. And their offense, even though they're suspects sometimes, they're a pretty solid fucking offense and they can make things happen. I think they just got hit in the mouth real quick, real fast, and didn't expect it. And we're never really able to recover from it. So, but I think they'll be all right. They have the uh, the luxury of um, of being in the NFC West or uh, East. Sorry, NFC East, which outside of the Eagles, they have a reputation. Well, Eagles the last couple of years, but they have a reputation of just being a garbage division. Um, much like the uh, NFC South. Tampa's surprising everybody. I think Tampa has a pretty good chance tonight to surprise Philly and uh, maybe, maybe sneak out a win. Baker's on fire. Arizona. <laughs> um, 
trying to think. You know, there wasn't like there were some really good games. Uh, fucking shout out to Matt Gay, Indianapolis Colts kicker, set an NFL record. Not one, not two, not three, but four field goals of fifty plus yards in that game yesterday for them to beat Baltimore. Fucking hell yeah, let's go, fuck Baltimore. To beat Baltimore in overtime. That was something else. I did not expect that game to go that way. I thought Baltimore would kind of steamroll Indianapolis, and I was uh, I was shocked and surprised. So I'm not mad at it. And I think the biggest shocker so far this season in the NFL has been Green Bay. Good Colts. Yeah, go Colts, man. I, I, I try, I'm a Browns fan. I was definitely rooting for the Colts. I just didn't think they had a chance in hell. But um, I gotta say, man, Green Bay is is uh, is is a real shocker this year. I, I honestly, going into the season, I thought that with the departure of Aaron Rodgers and you know they're losing some talented players and stuff like that, that they were gonna kind of dump down this season. But uh, Jordan Love has proven himself to be no joke, ladies and gentlemen. They were down seventeen to nothing and come back to win that game yesterday. That was an impressive fucking comeback um, and an impressive freaking win. So, Green Bay might go ahead and stay in control of the uh, of the NFC North over there because you know, the Bears are a goddamn dumpster fire. They should just be put out of their misery. Minnesota, I don't know what's going on in Minnesota. Detroit's actually bucking up a little bit, but I think it's going to stay Green Bay's division this year. Um, definitely a shocker. And we can't talk football if we don't talk about my guys. The bounce back yesterday. Funny how well they play when they're not being screwed over by referees. <laughs> I mean, they still got screwed over by the referees. Let's just say, probably one of the most disgusting, disgustingly blatant Bogus calls I've ever seen in the NFL. Blowing a whistle on Amari Cooper going out of bounds when he was clearly like three feet away from the marker and stopping a play that would have definitely been a 65-yard touchdown. But it didn't matter because the defense was on fire. They absolutely fucking destroyed Tannehill. They took his lunch money, gave him a wedgie, and stuffed his ass in a locker. They were all over his ass all day yesterday. And um, I I'm going to need you uh, defenders that can't defend Amari Cooper just to leave him open because you're killing me in fantasy football, goddammit. I understand you want to hang on him and pull his jersey and push him out of bounds and everything else and, and get those pass interference calls all day long. That's fine. Just let him have the ball because you're killing me in fantasy football. <laughs> no, they were getting called yesterday. Apparently, uh, apparently Tennessee's payment to the refs didn't go through like Pittsburgh. <laughs> The Bears are an absolute dumpster fire. The Bears are disgusting. The Carolina Panthers are fucking disgusting. Um, you know, even Minnesota being zero and three, they're not a bad team. I just don't know what's going on because they're, you know, they they're in these games, man. They they lost by three to Tampa. They lost by six to Philly, and they lost by by four yesterday. So I mean. They're just not finishing games. I mean, they're, they're, they look good. And, 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 I mean, shout out to Kirk Cousins and, and, and company for putting good fantasy points up. They're just not finishing games and, and getting the wins. So, 
It's still early. It's still early. We're only at week three. We're only at week three, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that uh, tonight Cincinnati continues its losing streak and goes to 0-3 and that maybe Joe Burrow's leg gets tore off on the field and somebody picks it up and clubs Jamar Chase in the head with it. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 0-3. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. <laughs> I'm not 0-3. I'm three and oh. Three and oh. <laughs> I can't second that. I can't uh, I can't uh, dive into that world. No, I don't I never wish for a player to get hurt, but I can't stand Cincinnati. I can't stand Joe Burrow. And fucking Jamar Chase is such a twat. Uh that that's that team is they're fucking they're like Notre Dame. They're like Ohio State. They're, they're so fucking overrated and overhyped for nothing. Yeah, I said it. And Ryan Day, you're fucking trash, bro. You guys got exposed by fucking Notre Dame Saturday. <laughs> Get fucking bent, Ryan Day. I'm painting a picture, man. I'm I'm I'm, I'm painting a picture with words here. Speaking of a uh, picture with words. Hey, boys. Look what I got here. Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> Go hawk in the building, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, the cat can win. I, well, he, he used to be able to, but I mean. Oh, like I said. <laughs> Congratulations, Cincinnati, for paying all that money to a, to a bench warmer, I guess, at the end of the day. Um, he was a douche when he was in college, too. Anybody wins. Uh, not this season yet. They look bad this year. I need the Rams to keep on rocking and rolling. Rock and roll right over the Bengals again tonight. That way they'll go 0-3. <laughs> um, what else is going on in the NFL world? Uh, no big surprise. The Bears lost to the Chiefs. Uh, shout out to the Texans. They got their first win of the season. Probably one of only one or two. Uh yeah, nothing else really. All that, uh, all that surprising yesterday in the NFL. Dude, Kyler Murray is probably is right up there with being incredibly overhyped and overrated, but he really hasn't done anything. I mean, Jesus Christ! All right, I mean. I know everybody gets on him because he's short. And I understand how being a you know being below a certain height can hinder a quarterback because you're not going to be able to see over the line. You're not going to be able to see down the field um, or anything like that. Uh, but um, um, 
it's just yeah, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me why they wasted so much money. I gotta agree with you, uh, Rick. Um, waste of good cap money. It's just it's it's just all around waste. I mean, and you know, and not saying that short guys can't be successful. I mean, Baker's short. He's he's had a pretty good run. Um, you know, Colt McCoy's been in the league for a billion years. I feel like he's a little bit shorter. But there are guys that 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 are shorter that do well. Um, I think CJ Stroud just kind of hit his groove in that particular game. Um, it was a it was a game against two shitty ass teams. One of them had to prevail. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Um. No, that's the unfortunate thing. I mean, they're 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 fucking stuck with him, and he's and and that's and and, and you see that happen, and you know that's my fear with like Cleveland. You know, I'm scared to death. Deshaun Watson is going to be a complete fucking bust in Cleveland, and we're stuck with all that money. Same with Cincinnati. If something happens to Burrow, they're stuck with all that goddamn money. <laughs> That's uh, that's uh, gonna be interesting. That's their Super Bowl right there. Yeah, I know he's starting. I already, I already benched him in fantasy. I benched him for uh, Brock Purdy. Which I'm not mad about. So, um. But, um. You know, I'll say uh, in Cleveland, everybody was worried about the Chubb situation. You know, Chubb's out for the season um, and how they were going to react to that. They brought Hunt back. Hunt slid right back in like he never left. Ford had a good game yesterday. And, uh, you know, I think they're going to be all right until next season when when, when Chubb comes back. I guarantee that's going to be a blacked out game. <laughs> Only people are going to be watching that are their fans, and I think much like the Carolina Panther fans, uh, you know they're they're on the verge of jumping ship and uh, finding somebody else to root for, as it is. So I don't know what we'll to wait and see. I guess. Um, I'll tell you what, that, that injury looked a lot worse than what it was, thankfully. I mean, it was um it was it, it was pretty bad to see. And it was one of those unnecessary um hits, you know, it, it wasn't intentional, it was accidental. It, but you know, at the same time, there was no rhyme or reason for the hit to be laid on him. And I was watching the game last night. And they did the same thing to Jimmy G. Jimmy G was was hit, sacked, stopped, and they came in and went low on his legs unnecessarily. Now, granted, it did draw a, a, a personal flag, a personal foul flag, but still, it was like 
He's already stopped. He's not going anywhere. There's no rhyme or reason. It's not like he tripped or fell or anything like that. You literally went low and hit him in the legs. Mm-hmm. They were rocking Jimmy G last night. Pittsburgh's defense was rocking his shit left and right. I thought they were going to potentially do the impossible and make that comeback happen, but I was really only rooting for Jacoby Myers because I had him in my, <laughs> my fantasy squad. <laughs> Ah, uh, there was the one. There was the one helmet to helmet hit um, late in the game. Uh, I think it was uh, Fitzpatrick came in untouched, and for whatever reason, he went head first, and the front of his helmet collided with the side of Jimmy G's helmet. He, I mean, he went like head first right into him. Um, I can't remember if they flagged that one or not. But yeah, he never left the game. But I mean, he definitely got he definitely got his bell rung last night. I mean, that's for sure. That that uh, the Pittsburgh defense was uh, absolutely smothering last night. I need Jalen Hurts to stub his toe and not be able to play tonight. <laughs> that's all I need. Got Baltimore next Sunday for Cleveland, and then it's a bye week, and then we come back after that and 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 have eh, relatively ish um, light schedule, I guess you could say. Um, shit, if I can pull it up, fucking shit would cooperate with me. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah, I mean, well, shit, we got to play San Francisco. That's a loss. Indy, Seattle, Arizona, divisional. We get Denver this year. Rams, Jacksonville, <laughs> Chicago, Houston, Jets. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I'll take that schedule any day of the week right there. Later. He's not thrown for 53. He's thrown for 53 yards. And they didn't score? But, anywho, anywho, I don't want to, don't want to, like, completely, uh, Beat you down with NFL talk. Um, do want to do this real quick, though. Um, the new standings came out. And um, one and two didn't change. Three didn't change. But uh, Ohio State moved up to four. Florida State's five and Penn State's six. Big Ten is uh, representing 
quite nicely in the uh, in the top 25 this year. We'll go ahead and count USC and count Oregon. They join the Big Ten next year, but um, I don't think there were any real major shockers in college football this weekend. Washington State beat Oregon State. I don't really know if that's a um, – I touched on it Saturday night about the uh, Cinderella story being over for Deion Sanders. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Deion. Jeez Louise. Um, Penn State might be the real deal this year. They completely smacked the shit out of Iowa. Georgia's playing nobody still. So that's why they're still ranked at number one. And Ohio State got exposed by Notre Dame. So, but anywho, anywho, got my fantasy watch going here. Let's see. They're going to wait all the way to the last fucking second. And I'm not going to be able to plug and play about Puka Nakua. <laughs> he is active. Nice. Let's go. All right. That's a win there. I don't need to worry about that matchup. That one's got me a little nervous. That one's locked in. This one, there's still hope. There's still hope, boys. I'm not out yet. I might go three and one, but I'm not out yet. I'm not out the game yet. Where's it at? It's not what I wanted. Anyway. Anyway, I'm excited for the football season. I enjoy the football season. I enjoy fantasy football. It gives me a reason to, uh, you know, uh, watch as many games as I possibly can. I'm constantly, all day Sunday, watching uh, <laughs> fantasy football. When the Browns are playing on commercial breaks, I'm jumping over to the NFL Network because, you know, the NFL Network, they've got, like, all the games and all that shit always up and posted and running and all that jazz. The only killer is uh, Monday nights, but I don't – unless the Browns are playing or her Steelers are playing, don't really watch a whole lot of Monday night football. Might watch here and there, bits and pieces, you know, whatever. It's got to be a team I actually give a rat's ass about, <laughs> like tonight. You got Philly and Tampa. I guess I would be rooting for Tampa. I'd probably watch a little bit of that. Um the Rams and Bengals. I don't care. Cooper Cup's not playing, so <laughs> I need Cooper Cup to come back. God damn it. Um, anyways. Enough of the football talk. Enough of the football talk. Um nice. Oh, speaking of uh football talk, did you guys hear? Um, the Steelers, uh, speaking of the Steelers in, in last night's game, 
uh, their their charter plane was forced to make an emergency landing uh, after Vegas win. They were uh, delayed getting back to Pittsburgh after the team's uh, win Sunday over the Raiders. The flight um, chartered by the team had to make an emergency landing in Kansas City. The plane landed safely after engine trouble, uh, but the team had been scheduled to get back to Pittsburgh by about 5.30 or whatever in the morning, and they had an unexpected uh, – they got back sometime today. But uh, and I don't really say what happened or anything like that. Um, um, and other NFL news, what do you guys think about this whole, uh, T swizzle and, uh, and, and Travis Kelsey situation? Um, <laughs> If you're like me and you hate the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm hoping that it that it distracts him from his gameplay and uh, and affects the Chiefs. Uh, and I can't wait to see her. I can't wait for a new album to come out where she's got six songs about Travis Kelsey. That should be interesting. But I guess um, what are their fans called Swifties or whatever? Uh there has been an influx of new fans watching the game and learning the game ever since the news broke. And I imagine that within the next week or so, Travis Kelsey's jersey is probably going to be the number one jersey soul. <laughs> All the Swifties losing their fucking minds. Um, um but while you know, while Pittsburgh was stranded in KC, Cam Hayward took a chance to tweet. Uh, he said, "Dang, emergency landing in KC. I think it's due to uh, Fitzpatrick's roughing the passer call." But seriously, landing in KC, yo Taylor Swift and T Kelsey, we might need a ride to Pittsburgh <laughs> just, to, just to fuck with them. But. Um, she did look, you know, I was watching that game last uh, yesterday afternoon. And um, she looked like she was having fun up there with uh, Mrs. Kelsey. Uh, definitely into the game, cheering her man on. Her, I, I seen her do a let's fucking go. <laughs> And I'm sure all you guys heard this as well. Um, the Super Bowl halftime show has been announced, and uh, Ursher will be performing uh, right on, right just before his new album comes out. I think it says it's, it's his first brand new album, or it's his first album since uh, since 2016. So, a little, little bit of a kawinky dink there, if I do say so myself, but. Should be an interesting show. I wonder who who he'll have with him. The only downside to this with the halftime show is I think we're long gone past the era of getting to see good rock bands um, perform the halftime show, which nothing wrong with Usher or anything like that. Uh, 
but you're literally giving us the same type of performance every year anymore. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that, uh, what was it? Uh, the NFL partnered up with, um, what's it called? Rock nation or something like that. It's the music company that, uh, Jay-Z owns. So I think a lot of that has to do with why we're only going to become, be seeing certain types of acts and certain music, uh, at the halftime shows now, but I'm not mad at Ursher. I'm, 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 I'm curious to see who will be there with him. If he brings anybody with him at all. Um, you know, the, the guy's got a, um, crazy ass resume of songs and music. I agree, Benji. It doesn't, you know, you know, nothing, like I said, nothing against Usher. I like Usher, but long gone are the days of actual, it's just a concert, you know, artists used to come to the Super Bowl and put on a spectacular, put on a show. Uh, you know, a couple of years back, we had the fucking weekend running around the goddamn maze looking like a lunatic with prosthetics on his face. Um, you know, now I will say the the Snoop and Dre and 50 Cent and Mary J and Eminem, that one was cool as fuck. That was cool as fuck. Um, exactly. That was that was really cool. But that was more of the... Um, nostalgia factor than anything else seeing all those guys up there performing but um you know give us a rock band give us uh you know give us give us something i don't know. It, it's it's just like it, it's it's a rerun man we're I, I think i think we're past the constant pop r&b rap Every Super Bowl, change it up. Nothing against that music. I enjoy that music myself as well. But, you know, I'm more of a country rock guy. But change it up some. Get some different acts in there. Get some different people in there. It's craziness, man. Craziness, craziness, craziness. Um. I didn't look and see. I thought there was something else NFL related that had come out recently. There was something else that I heard. I heard that a lot of acts, and I don't know how true this is. I should probably do the research, and I'm not putting it out there as truth. This is just what I've heard, but I'll I'll do the research on it. And I think it is true. Uh, a lot of acts are shying away from doing the Super Bowl because they have to pay. Like they don't get. Like they, they have to pay to perform at the Super Bowl, which is wild to me. Um, you know, fortunately for us, I don't think Usher's going to try to make a political statement. He doesn't seem like that guy, so we don't have to worry about any of that crap. But um, I heard that the performers have to pay in order to perform at the Super Bowl. Uh, again, I, I don't know how true that is, um, or if it is, but that's that's wild. <clears throat> looking at this, I'm seeing what all 
records were broken they, uh, with the Miami game yesterday. Wow. He said a franchise record for points scored in a game and became the fourth team in NFL history to score at least 70 points in a regular season or playoff game on Sunday. Um, Washington defeated the Giants 72 to 41 and 66. Franchise record. Their old record was 55. The most, the record for the most points scored by any NFL team came in 1940 when the Bears defeated Washington 73 to 0. Jesus Christ. And then in 1950, the Baltimore or the Los Angeles Rams beat the Colts 70 to 27. They were nine yards short of the NFL record of most uh, offensive yards in a game. They had 726 and the record 735. Rookie running back Devon Aiken. Uh, rushed for 203 yards to uh, uh, completed his first 17 passes, a new personal best. Uh, he finished 23 of 26 for 309 yards, four touchdowns, including a no-look shovel pass that left that the left-handed Tua tossed with his right hand. For a <laughs> they couldn't do anything wrong, man. They, they, they didn't. They were absolute perfection yesterday in that game. Yeah, they were they were knocking on the door. They were they were there. I mean, they 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 were there for for a lot of things. I mean, they just the guys couldn't do anything wrong. I was watching it, and and you know what's you know what's funny, and I see this every year in fantasy football. So uh, Devon Aiken will be picked up by everybody and started next week. Raheem Mostert is still their starting running back. He had a hell of a game yesterday himself. Everybody will pick him up. Everybody's going to pick up these other receivers that were scoring. The hell? Robert, is it time for me to come in? Is it dark? Um, I need to position up you. Yes, you need to come in. You crack in. I don't want to go Yeah, it's dark. Um, but. These these guys that aren't rostered up already, they'll be rostered up, and they'll be in people's starting lineups. People are going to over oversaturate their team with Dolphins players, and then next week they're just going to be mediocre. I, 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 you know, some people may not approve of this, but I think the Dolphins will beat the Bills next week in a close game, in a very close game, but. Um, and people are going to eat dog shit next week in fantasy football because they're going to they're going to make that mistake of just snatching up all these guys because they had one good game. I see that uh, last last year with uh, what's his name uh, Christian Watson for the Packers. Fucking one good game, man! Everybody was fighting for him and trying to trade for him and everything else. It was like. Up the brakes, guys. <laughs> I 
son is a fucking crackhead. That's pretty wild. Um, but like I said, I, I don't think the dolphins are are anything to sleep on. Oh, in uh, in in uh, college football. Um. Saturday, a young lady made history. Uh, Haley Von Voorhees, or Voris, uh, made college football history on Saturday, becoming the first female non-kicker to appear in an NCAA football game. Uh, Haley, the junior safety at Division Three Shenandoah, Shenandoah University, entered Saturday's game <laughs> against Juanita College with her team. Now, granted, here's the catcher. Her team was up by 26 points. She entered the game with Juanita facing a third and seven situation from their own 23. And her her quarterback hurried, hurried, hurried for, for forced a fourth down play. She blitzed the quarterback, uh, Galvin German, forcing him to hurry his pass before taking him to the ground. But um I guess uh, I guess shout out to her, but um, here's the thing, and and I don't and don't take it the wrong way. I don't have any problems with females or girls or women wanting to play football, but she's five six, one hundred forty five pounds. Um, she's in safety. She's gonna get blown up by a running back or a wide receiver that's twice her size and 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 ten times stronger than her. <laughs> and then there's gonna be this uproar. Oh my god, I can't believe that he would do that to her. Well, I mean, she put the pads on it, she stepped on the field. It's just it's it's a dangerous scenario. Yeah, exactly. I agree. That's exactly where I was going. It's a very dangerous scenario for women to be involved in a in a male contact sport, um, and it's a catch twenty two because if I'm lined up on the football field against somebody, I'm going one hundred and ten percent. I'm slamming them as hard as I can, especially you know if I'm trying to get a first down or a touchdown or if I'm trying to protect my quarterback or whatever. And that double standard comes into play. Well, you didn't have to hit her that hard. It's football, you know. It's not. It's not. It's not flag football. She knows what she's signing up for, but it's a very dangerous situation, you know. And it's going to set a precedent. And we're already. I mean, see the injuries we've had in the NFL this year. Um, injuries are going to go through the roof. Um, and then 
that's that's gonna be the only thing I'm just not gonna be able to get over. Well, you don't have to hit them that hard. Excuse me. <laughs> what? <laughs> they're gonna try to hit us. You know, they're gonna try to hit as hard as they can. Again, you signed up for it. It's it's just a it's just a it's a recipe. It's a recipe for disaster. You know. And it all boils down to the size and strength factor. Naturally, men are bigger and stronger. You can't deny that. Now, there are some big women out there. And yeah, they might be strong. But a man, same size and weight, is, is stronger. Automatically. It's, bio it's, it's biology, man. I don't make the rules up. It's just, um, it's dumb, is what it is. Um, and it's kind of hypocrisy because you have these same women that are in sports, and I don't agree with this in any way, shape, or form. So don't think this is me agreeing with it. I don't think transgender, trans should be transgender men or women or whatever the hell should be participating in women's sports but they'll say oh well i know he transitioned into a she but he you know she shouldn't be uh playing against us or going against us or anything like that because they're bigger and stronger now women will say well i mean you're not bigger and stronger da, da, da. we can play football too no doubt there's a lot of really talented uh you know football players out there in the women's leagues but it's not a fair matchup. <laughs> and I don't want my state championship or my NFL championship or my college championship going up on the line because, you know, I got a five foot six, hundred and forty five pound safety um, going up against a six foot five, 230 pound wide receiver or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> Mama Kelsey seems cool. I like the Kelsey bros, man. I I, I like them. I, it's kind of like the um um it's a it's uh it's like uh the um fucking uh what's his nuts that retard tight end that used to be Tom Brady's buddy uh Gronk the Gronk brothers they're a fucking trip man the Watt brothers are cool as hell um but yeah Mama Kelsey uh and, and Taylor were having a good time up there in the box. It's a scam. I agree, hundred percent. It's not fair. It's it's a huge disadvantage. It's a huge. It, it, it's there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's it's not fair. You know, if I shave my beard off and all of a sudden I'm like, well, I'm not Chris anymore. I'm I'm Christy. I'm going to go play the, in the WNBA. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping happens too, golf fuck. That's what I'm hoping happens. I hope it gets in his head, fucks his head all up because uh, you take Travis Kelsey out that game, the, the Chiefs are crap. I mean, that's that's Patrick Mahomes' safety net right there. <laughs> There's a meme going around. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's Taylor Swift standing in front of a microphone and then a picture of uh, Travis Kelsey. And she said, and now for my new song, Football Guy, Micro Peen. I was just like, oh, my God. Bitch is going to have a whole new album when they break up. All about Travis Kelsey. But that's kind of what I'm hoping happens at the end of the day. I'm hoping it's a huge distraction in KC. And uh, they butt fumble their season away. And I don't know. Patrick Mahomes was limping around yesterday. I don't know. He always seems to fall into shit and come out smelling like roses somehow. I can't stand that guy. I can't stand Patrick Mahomes. Don't like him at all. <laughs> Yeah, no, we've we've had the conversation on here a million times about um, um, men and women's sports and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, you go from being the absolute worst in your sport to transitioning and you become the best. Like that speaks volumes right there. It's happened in swimming. It's happened in weightlifting. It's it's happened. um and various other avenues as well. Um, you know, don't think I'm shitting on trans people before anybody gets their feelings all twisted. As we all know, my brochure's trans, and I've always been a big supporter of, of him. But he also doesn't have this mental brain block to where since she is now he thinks that he can do everything a man can do because you still can't the genetics aren't there the biology is not there the strength's not there the size isn't there but it is what it is i digress what do i know i'm not i'm not i'm no expert in this <laughs> i just 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 speak opinions just a guy with a microphone talking to himself <laughs> Do you want to see what the 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 Zeppelin ripoff band? I don't know, man. I, I would like to see, like uh, you know, I'd like to, you know, they, they if you're talking about the halftime show, you are really way behind. Hit that live button. Uh, <laughs> um, if you're talking about the halftime show, uh, you know. It was really cool seeing Dre and Snoop and, and, and 50 and all that real cool nostalgic feeling. You know, now that Guns N' Roses is back together, I think that'd be really cool to see them perform the halftime show. Um, You know, throw some kind of uh, country collaboration together. Garth Brooks would probably put on one hell of a halftime show. Um, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with like Usher or anything like that. Just change it up. Just Just change it up. I, it, it's boring to see the same type of music year in and year out, you know, just, just change it up, roll the dice, see what you get. Nobody wants to see Greta Van, Greta Van Fleet anyways. Beyonce was not good. There's nothing ever, nothing ever is good about Beyonce live or any of her music or anything. <laughs> Let's be honest. Red Hot Chili Peppers was cool. Um, 
Here, just give me, give me some, uh, give me some diversity in the uh, halftime show, y'all. That's all I'm saying. Damn. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Beyonce in any way, shape, and/or form. Don't care for. Her. Don't care for her music. I'm going to go ahead and die on this hill alone. Jay-Z was a subpar, mediocre, at best rapper. Let's call a spade a spade. Man's a hell of a businessman. I got to give him credit, though. Man is a hell of a businessman. Let's say the same thing about P. Diddy. Same exact thing. But, uh, yeah, Jay-Z, hell, hell of a businessman. Never really a big Jay-Z rap fan, though. <laughs> I don't think we'll ever see that. That would be cool, though. They're a pretty badass man. I don't think we'll ever see that, though. <laughs> Give me fucking blacktop mojo at halftime, baby. That's what the world wants to see. Do I do like I do like falling in reverse? But yeah, give me some blacktop mojo. Nonsensical nonsense presents blacktop mojo Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, baby, let's get it all day, every day, man. I'll be all over that. I'm in. Sign me up. I might go to that Super Bowl. She. <laughs> Um, that's all I ask. I don't ask for a lot in life. Just, uh, just give me, give me a little, a little something, something. Give me a little something different. Nah, I mean, nah, I mean. Blacktop Mojo featuring Over and Out halftime show. I'm in. <laughs> Speaking of Blacktop Mojo, we are right up against it. Let's go ahead and take a, excuse me, real quick break. But before we take a break, I do want to uh, just take a second, shout out some of our friends in the uh, in the uh, podcasting world. People like uh, Sunday Night Smoke. Congratulations to Sunday Sunday Night Smoke and Smoke uh, and in his panel uh, on on 1K subscribers. They celebrated that last night on his show. So shout out to my man Smoke. Congratulations on 1K, brother. Proud of you. You definitely earned it. Looking forward to all the other milestones as you continue podcasting, my friend. That's Sunday Night Smoke. Got late night parents. Fireman Rich getting up early every morning with you to have a cup of coffee and tell you good morning. You can hang out with... uh, Tim and Gemma, as they bring you the mental health hour, talk about different, uh, you know, just different uh, things with the mental health and the stigmas and, and 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 stuff that you face going through mental health, stuff like that. The uh, the Jarvis podcast, I still think he needs to rename it uh, the Jarvis Project, but yeah, what do I know? Forty Fonz and Case Stucky over at the Scumbag Lounge. My man Dizzy hosting the Lazy Ass Podcast. Tony D rocking out the fantasy or 
Belt Kings Fantasy Football. And I always feel like I forget people. And I know I do. Got Mr. B doing the B-side, MMA, boxing, fight nights, all that shit. And then Helen's mixtape. She's doing her thing with her music. I think I got everybody. If I forgot anybody, I do apologize. But I mentioned those people not only because they're friends of the show and we like to support each other or I like to support them. Um, but also it brings me to my next point. We kind of reached a plateau not too long ago and found another uh, distribution site over at Zencaster.com. And it's been great ever since we switched over. We've been able to monetize, not only monetize, but we're also growing. The numbers are there. And it's amazing what they do because they do help you with growth and, and getting the podcast out there in different platforms and different, different areas so everybody can hear it and see it and all that stuff. But not only that, I say that, and a lot of people are going to go, oh, man, that's probably really hard. No, actually, it's now super easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. You log in using your browser and start recording high-quality podcasts right away. Record studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel the sense of Zen. Knowing Zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. Not only that, but you're always going to sound your best. Have you ever worried what you sound like on Zencaster uh, Zencaster's post-production process? Makes you sound buttery smooth. It automatically removes those ums and uhs in your recording, and it removes those awkward pauses in conversation, too. Set the right podcast loudness and levels while reducing background noise with a click of a button. Not only that, but if you've thought about podcasting before or if you're currently podcasting, and realize that you need a lot of different tools and services. Well, those days are over now. With Zencaster's all-in-one podcasting platform, you can create your podcast all in one place and distribute it to Spotify, Apple, and other major destinations. So whether you're thinking about starting out a podcast or you've already been in the podcasting game for a hot minute, or you're thinking about checking something new out, go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use our promo code words are hard. You'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you guys to have the same easy experience that we're having here at Nonsensical Nonsense. And get your content and podcasting out to the world. It's time for you to share your story as well. A lot of words. <laughs> A lot of words. A lot of words right there, ladies and gentlemen. Well, you're in luck, Benji. I'm going to give you a little sampling of Blacktop Mojo. This is one of their cover songs. This is Blacktop Mojo featuring Dylan Wheeler and their cover of, I think it's Audio Slaves, Getaway Car. And we'll be back here in just a few minutes. Or I'll be back here in just a few minutes. And uh, I want to dive into some, uh, some new stuff when we get back. One thing in particular, and we'll try to get to some of the other stuff, but we'll be back here in just a few minutes. Enjoy a little Blacktop Mojo featuring Dylan Wheeler.
chasing me.
Yeah, Betty. Oh, Black Top Media, Black Top Mojo featuring Dylan Wheeler. Wow, that was hard to get out. Holy shit. Check out Black Top Mojo and Dylan Wheeler on all them social medias and wherever you stream music. Just show them some love. Let the guys know we sent you. Great. I appreciate that. Welcome back to Nonsensical Nonsense, everybody. I'm Glick. I'm flying solo tonight. It's been a hot minute since I've had to do a show alone. <laughs> but I'm good. I'm a professional, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not already, go ahead and check us out on all those social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can also hang out with us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, 7 p.m.-ish on YouTube and Facebook. Get in the chatters box, shoot the shit. We always enjoy your guys' uh, two cents. And if you can't catch us live, go ahead and listen to us anytime, any place on Zencast or Spotify and everywhere you listen to podcasts at all at Nonsensical Nonsense Podcast. Or you can simply go to bio.link slash Nonsensical Nonsense. That's going to give you the links to all of our social medias, all of our platforms. Not only that, but it's also going to give you the links to our sponsors. You can simply click those links, go place your orders, and don't forget to use our promo code words are hard at checkout. And we'll save you that money. I see that three to three. Three to three. Got some points on the board from a couple guys. Not that I need them. I do need them in one league. It's gonna be close. But I think regardless, no matter what happens, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose that one. But that's okay. I'll go three and one for the week. I'll be happy with that. Um, anywho, so right before we went to break, I told you guys I wanted to drive in. I wanted to dive into some news. Um, this one particular topic, I've I've never heard of this before, and and I had to do a little research on it today. Uh, this is kind of crazy, y'all. So check this out. Um, uh, there was a stabbing in Portugal uh, tied to the twisted blue whale challenge so i'm going to kind of dive into this story but um i've also i didn't know what the blue well challenge was uh gotta be 100 honest with you so i wanted to learn more about it so i want to dive into this story and then we're going to dive into the blue well challenge as well I, I, I don't mean that as a pun i keep saying dive jump yeah it's all water related uh <laughs> anywho um a british man was uh, was stabbed to death in the woods of Portugal after a fight broke out among friends who were said to be playing the twisted blue whale challenge suicide game, which has been linked to numerous worldwide deaths. Um, local police discovered the body of the 35-year-old victim in a remote area near the town of, uh, yeah, Pedro Gala, Gala, Grande, yeah. We'll go with that. Pedro Gala Grande on uh, Sunday morning. A uh, 26 uh, year old man has also described as a British national and local reports has turned himself into authorities and allegedly confessed to the deadly stabbing. The outlet said, citing local reports. Uh, he was accompanied by two other people who had witnessed the incident. Uh, footage published in the uh, by the uh, Portuguese newspaper showed officers removing the victim's body covered with a sheet and a stretcher. Literally just uh, throw it in the back of a pickup truck now. There you go, boys. The uh, the knife allegedly used in the slaying was reportedly recovered in the woods not far from where the body was found. An autopsy was expected to be performed Monday in the city of uh, Cumbria. 
uh, detectives with Portugal's Policia Judiciary, Judiciary, I don't know, uh, <laughs> spent Sunday interviewing three men and two women, including the prime suspect in the killing. Uh, they are believed to be living not far from the crime scene as part of the of a commune mostly made up of British and Dutch expats. The group of friends were believed to have attended a party in a remote area Saturday before heading into the woods. The foreigners were said to have frequently hosted gatherings and played the blue whale game. This uh, kind of dives, this kind of goes into a little bit of what the challenge is. Uh, the sick online challenge was alleged to originate in Russia in late 2015 and was aimed at teenagers. Those who accepted the challenge are expected to complete uh, 50 increasingly difficult and dangerous tasks in 50 days involving self-harm, with the final task requiring players to kill themselves. Hundreds of deaths around the world have been linked to the blue whale phenomenon, and the architects of the sick challenge have been prosecuted in Russia. So here's my thing. How is it still... I mean, somebody's still. Shit. Still running it. So, you know. All, all part of all, all part of this. And I feel like I've seen a movie like this before. Stupid games equal super prizes. I know we absolutely we agree here. 100% do we agree with that. Um. Maybe, yeah. There we go. Maybe gonna work. Yep. There we go. Nice. But um, these goddamn challenges, man. They, they, they. There's something else, and and how quickly, uh, you know, like they. Like the tide, the tide pot eating challenge, and and, and shit like that. Like, it, it. If you have one active working brain cell, you should know better than to eat laundry detergent or tide pods. What? What? What is it? It was a challenge that was going around the internet for a while. Yeah, exactly. People are stupid. Thank you. And <laughs> Almost got you. Too busy talking crap. Listen, you have three people watching right now. Mm. What I mean, but um, but uh, yeah, I don't understand what what possesses people to just—they're dumb. Actively take part in it. So, like I said, you know, I kind of wanted to do a little bit of research. And see what because I never heard of the Blue Well Challenge before. And like I said, you know, like it kind of said in that article. Um, he usually does, he gets it from me. But um and that's the other thing. How does it get so big from Russia to becoming worldwide so fast? But um the Blue Well Challenge, as I said, it was a social network phenomenon. Uh, this says it was dating from 2016. 
Uh, several countries have been reportedly taking part in the game, but it, like you know, it's 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 fifty tasks. It's something mundane like um, take your neighbor's paper, your, your you know your neighbor's newspaper or whatever, and then it progressively gets worse. Like you know, uh, beat up a stranger, steal a car, rob a convenience store kill somebody ultimately all the way up to the 50th day the last day of the challenge which how do you win if the last challenge the last task in order to win is ultimately killing yourself but um it first came to light in 2016 in a russian newspaper that linked many unrelated child suicides to memberships of group F-57 on the Russian-based VK social network. A wave of moral panic swept Russia. However, the piece was later criticized for attempting to make a casual link where none existed. And none of the suicides were found to be a result of group activities. Claims of suicides connected to the game have been reported worldwide, but none have been confirmed. Just like the knockout game. Um, which... Um, that's another one of those things like that, that, that knockout game was, was, was thought up and came to light by a bunch of fucking cowards, a bunch of fucking pussies. One, you're in a group, you're already in a group mentality and then you just single people out for no rhyme or reason. And run up and sneak them and try to put them to sleep. Try to knock them out. Again. Click, why do you carry a gun? Well, if some punk fucking kid runs up and tries to put me out with a punch, a sucker punch, I'm shooting him. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm walking down the street and somebody runs up and sucker punches me. And if, I, if I'm still conscious, I don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah, I'm shooting. Congratulations. Your carnival, prize, or your carnival prize was an open casket and your mama crying, talking about how much of a sweet, innocent angel you were and you never did anything wrong. <laughs> um, two days ago, somebody over at the water pond was shot right, right here. Over at the where? Over at the Brown Apartments. What? Oh, I don't know about all that. I'm going to have to look that up. Well... A grown-up said it, my friends sold it, and they also had, like, evidence of, like, so. Yeah, I would, I would have to look that up in the paper and see, or look that up online to see if that actually happened, because we were here all weekend, and there were no cops or anything like that. Oh, well, it happened at night. Well, I'm up at night. <laughs> but this um, lady's ex-boyfriend came. Um, started starting stuff, and the new boyfriend, they got into a fight, and the new boyfriend shot him. Well, fuck around and find out. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> if that's true, he fucked around and found out. At the end of the day. <laughs> they had a son, and it's like a toddler. Mm. But, um... 
yeah, you know, all, all these all these goofy ass challenges, or you know, you hear the uh, you know, like the like the old urban legend, and you know, some people and, and all the urban legends are based in some truth, but the the gang initiation where you drive around at night with your lights off. The first person to flash their lights at you, you turn around and you're supposed to, you know, the story varies. You know, you run them off the road, you rob them, you beat them up, you, you, you murder them, whatever the case may be. I think gang initiation. But nowadays, you don't know who's carrying, who's not carrying. You run me off the road in the middle of the night. Again, shoot first, ask questions later. <laughs> Like, I'm not just going to willingly become a statistic. I'm not going to become a fucking number. Like you wouldn't shoot nobody. Well, it was my life or theirs. You better damn well believe. I don't want to, but you better damn well believe I will. And you put me in a situation where I don't know. Well, sorry. <laughs> Maybe you should have stuck to Candyland. <laughs> Instead of out in the streets playing stupid ass fucking games, but this 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 blue whale challenge first came to light in uh, November of 2015. A uh, a Russian teenager posted a selfie with the caption "Naya Bai before dying by suicide." Her death was then discussed in internet forums and groups, becoming a mixed or becoming mixed with scared stories and folklore basically kind of become an urban legend in itself. Um, but further suicides were added to the group's stories. Soon after, Russia journalist um, Galina... Yeah, sure there, Galina. <laughs> First wrote about these death groups in an article published in the Russian newspaper uh, in April of 2016. The article described uh, the uh, F-57 groups on Russia social media site VK. Uh, which she claimed has incited 130 teenagers to kill themselves. And like I said, it was criticized and said it wasn't based in fact and blah, blah, blah. But they say the origin of the name, the, the Blue Whale, it's, uh, it's uncertain. Some reports that it comes from a song by the Russian rock band Lumen. This opening lines, lines are, why scream when no one hears what we're talking about? And it features a huge blue blue whale that can break through the net. Others believe that is a reference to beaching where whales become stranded on beaches and die. Um, it's, it's fucking crazy, man. Like this, this is like legitimately crazy. The, the game is said to run on different social media platforms and is described as a relationship between an administrator and participant over a period of 50 days the administrator sets one task per day. The tasks uh, seem innocuous to begin with. Get up at 4.30 a.m., watch a horror movie, and move on to self-harm, leading to the participants killing themselves in the final day. Um, and, 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 here, and here's the here's the really fucked up thing about it, guys. The administrators of this game who are telling people what to do and this, that, and the other thing, were found to be children aged between 12 and 14. Drawn to the story as it became widely reported and not as the hysteria had imitated predatory adults. Fucking kids, man. Fucking kids are doing this, bro. 
that's that um I mean, you guys can, if you guys are more curious about it, you guys can kind of dive into it a little bit more. Y'all, that's, that's insane, man. I mean, these are fucking babies. I mean, like my daughter's age, not much older than my son, um, that are, that are telling people to do these things. Like these are straight up fucking psychopaths man these are these are these are like future goddamn serial killers and shit, shit like for real man damn yo um it's just wow and that's the crazy thing a lot of these challenges and whatnot that are on the internet that that are harmful and 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 kids are hurting themselves and or hurting each other or teenagers or young adults. It's started by kids or young adults, so to say. First and foremost, where the hell are your parents? Where the hell are the parents at with this? How do the parents have so much separation from the kids that they don't know the shit that they're they're cre- creating or or partaking in. You know, I had the conversation with my kids a long time ago about these stupid ass challenges. And it was just like if it if it if it seems dangerous or if it sounds dangerous or if you think you might get hurt, just don't do it. Just just don't do it. it because more than likely you're going to. And and it's stupid. You know, there are obviously like the harmless little dance challenges and the this, that, and the other thing, whatever. But you have to you have to make your kids aware. Um the you know, as as time goes on, social media and the internet becomes and as we talked about AI more and more and more and more involved um i feel like a lot of parents these days are letting social media raise their kids um and they're not stepping in and 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 being parents anymore which is wild to me at the end of the day um but there was, um, you know, several years back, the whole uh, Slenderman thing was a craze. And there was that story uh, here in the States, and I say that because I know we got listeners outside of the States, of uh, the two girls that, because of the Slenderman, creepypasta, following Slenderman, blah, 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 um, premeditatedly planned on murdering one of their friends. Uh, poor Slender Man. Fortunately, the young lady survived, but they stabbed this girl. I think it was like 30 plus times in the middle of the woods and left her for dead. And somehow she survived. And, and they weren't much older than 14 years old. All over some internet goofy shit because they believed in Slender Man. 
and I wanted to get in his good presence. Folks, the boogeyman is not real. Monster in your closet is not real. The monster under your bed is not real. Those monsters do exist. And they're online now, especially these days. They're online. And as parents, some of y'all need to do a better job. Because oh, monsters is winning. Damn monsters is winning. I'm just saying. Anyways, let's go from one scumbaggery to another scumbaggery, shall we? We can dive more into that down the road if you guys want. I just need to do a little bit more research on these challenges, a little bit more research on the blue whale challenge, and uh, educate myself a little bit better than what I, you know, what I already know. But um, check this out: a uh, poker player. plays in the World Series of Poker and this and the other thing. Lied about dying from cancer and decided to do donations. Um, a, a poker player who said he had uh, terminal cancer and accepted thousands of dollars in donations so he could play in a World Series of Poker tournament in Las Vegas admitted to it all being a lie. Uh, Rob Mercer told Las Vegas uh, Journal he made up a stage four colon cancer diagnosis for his GoFundMe page in June. And uh, Mercer, out of California, was trying to raise enough money or enough funds to meet the $10,000 buy-in for the No Limit Hold'em World Championship. He received contributions worth between thirty dollars and $50,000, y'all, including a stay at a suite in the Bellagio. Even fellow player from Arizona who suffered from a chronic illness donated $2,500 to this man. We, uh, I'm going to continue reading this, but I'm just going to add my own two cents. As longtime listeners of the show know, they know we feel a certain type of way about cancer and we have a soft spot in our heart on the show um, for people who fight cancer and survive cancer um, early on in the show's beginnings, we got involved with a young lady uh, air force vet who was fighting cancer she won. That was awesome. But we were with her uh, pretty much the whole journey. Uh, she was friends with one of the guys who's on the show, Connor, and Connor introduced it to us. And and uh, and he asked her if we could get behind her and support her and post info and updates and uh, on our social media and help grow support and stuff like that. And you know, we got to we got to watch her journey and and, and be in her corner for her whole journey. So you know those long-time listeners of the show, they know that we have a soft spot, so to say, when it comes to that kind of stuff. So we don't take cancer lightly. It's a very serious thing. And, you know, for me, I, you know, years ago, I used to work for the Ohio State Medical Center and the building I worked in was a cancer, was, 
we had several floors that were cancer treatment and stuff like that. And, you know, fortunately it has not affected me personally. Um, but I've developed relationships and friendships with people in, you know, that were going through, going through the battle when I worked at OSU and families and, and stuff like that, just being there every day and getting to see them and saying hi to them. And then, you know, simple hello and a smile turns into, you know, brief conversation that turns into conversation. If, if I happen to be on the floor when they're there, if I catch, you know, if we run into each other in passing outside, whatever the case may be. This shit really kind of rose me the wrong way. And, and all this dude did, he said, all he did is he came out and he said, I'm sorry for not being honest about what my situation was. If I would have done that from day one, who knows what would have happened, Mercer told the newspaper. However, the 37-year-old says he won't be refunding anyone because he believes that he has undiagnosed breast cancer. He said he has more or less banished or has been more or less banished from the poker community. Good. As you should be. But fucking scumbaggery. The level of scumbaggery, man. Like, And then to raise anywhere from thirty dollars to $50,000 and turn around and say, I'm not refunding it? How is that not in some way, shape, or form illegal at the end of the day? How is that not um, fraud or, or something? I don't know. I'm not, again, I'm no expert. I'm not the smartest guy in the world. But how is that not some type of fraud or, or, or something? I mean, I'm sure that it could be dealt with civilly in civil court if there's no criminal charges to be had. But... Oh, God, here we go. Um, I don't know. Burn him at the stake. <laughs> I don't know. Do something. Do something. What the hell's going on here? But oh, let's see. Shit, did you hear? I shouldn't laugh at this. This is kind of Sims. Do you mind? Dogs in there snoring her ass off. Right below me. Um, sorry. Frustration sense. <laughs> Just like I don't know how somebody can do something like that and then just have no care in the world or no fear of repercussion or anything like that. That's just wild to me. It's 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 mind boggling at the end of the day. 
Oof, got a cold chill. Got a cold chill. Trying to find this. Um... No, it's a story that I had that I lost. So, um, a little little update, a little update, if you will. We we discussed the uh, the um, Russell Brand allegations. What was that about a week or so ago? Um, I think it was. UK police have uh, officials have officially opened an investigation into the allegations that uh, the the comedian Russell Brand, comedian actor. Uh, committed non-recent, non-recent, I like how they do that, uh, sexual offenses in the United Kingdom. Uh, London's Metropolitan Police said in a statement following an investigation by Channel 4's dispatches that the uh, Sunday Times um, Met has received a number of allegations of sexual offenses in London. We have also received a number of allegations of sexual offenses committed elsewhere in the country and will investigate these. The statement read accordingly, or according to Sky News. CNN reported that Brandon is Brand is accused by four women of rape or sexual assault in separate instances between 06 and 2013. One of the women said she was 16 and in London at the time of one of the alleged instances. Uh, Brand was 31 and he's now 48. Wow. So they've uh, they've uh, officially opened an investigation into that. We've said this a million times on the show. We're not we're not I'm not victim shaming or or anything like that. But I know this one young lady was only 16. And I'm curious to know sometimes why 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 wait so long to come out? Why wait so long to file a complaint or whatever? Not only that, but when you wait for so long. It leads to some. It leads to some sorts of speculation as to whether or not what you're saying is true or not. And here's the problem. Obviously, graping and schmexual assault is is a huge problem. I'm not saying that's not. But here's another problem. There is no. Can't think of the word. For false accusations, there, there's, there's no discipline. There's no disciplinary action or anything like that. I mean, like, you know, somebody could literally accuse fourteen people or one person and come out that they were lying their asses off, and nothing happened. Exactly, Benji. I was actually just getting ready to go into that. Uh, not into full detail, but I was going to say, uh, you know, it's awfully funny that uh, he spoke out 
against uh, certain people. And then all of a sudden, he raped me. He raped me. He's a rapist. The timing is um, a little suspect, if you ask me. The hell? This guy, it will add stuff and then move it. Makes me think of this. Okay. Not quite long enough. <laughs> Sorry. I had to pee. Not quite long enough. But, um, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of like, uh, you know, I'm not that guy, and I don't want to say, but I mean, Awful fishy when Epstein killed himself. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's the thing. I mean, the timing was just uh, a little too perfect, if you know what I mean, on that situation. But uh, you know, like I said, there, there, there should be, and there's not, unfortunately. You know, um, I, I don't know how many people have been accused. Of something like that, and then come to find out that they never even talked to the person, met the person, or, or you know, or you know, we've talked about the whole Louis C.K. situation, and he didn't do anything other than jerk off in front of people, but he asked permission. That's what you're supposed to do, right? You're supposed to have consent, right? He did, and they said, "Yeah, go ahead. That's what gets your rocks off." And then several years later, you want to come out and be like, oh, you forced me. And admit that you gave consent and admit that you said it was okay. Like, how is there no repercussions for that shit? How is, how is that okay? Uh, you know, it's one of those things. You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. Uh, uh, Aziz Azarian had the same thing happen to him. Girl made a decision. The next morning she woke up and regretted it and tried to say he raped her. <laughs> no! That's not how it works. You can't give consent and then after the fact, take it away. After the deed's been done, you can't go, yeah, you raped me. You smashed me. 
But did I? Did I? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's one of those things, man. At the end of the day, it's almost coming down to the fact where you have to carry a contract and have a video recording of consent being given on both sides at the end of the day. Just to, just, just, just a CYA, man, just to cover your own ass. Um, because it's no longer guilty and pro or innocent until proven guilty. It's guilty. Even after you're proven innocent, you're still fucking guilty and they still want to fucking cancel you. People wonder, don't make fun of me because I, <laughs> I uh, ain't catching. I ain't never gonna be caught up in any of that goofy ass shit. I'll tell you that right now. Don't care how rich or famous I am. <laughs> I'm a goddamn boy scout if I get rich and famous. If I go out somewhere, I got a driver. No drinking and driving charges, no accidents, no DUIs, none of that. I'm going to be like, uh, uh, I think it's, um, I think it's Keanu who does that now. When he takes pictures with fans, he puts his arms, you know, like around them, but he's not touching them. And then you can see his hands on the side where his hands are not touching them in any way, shape, or form. Um, just so you can't come back and go, oh, he touched my bum in the picture. <laughs> one hand here, one hand out here. <laughs> like, nope. No, no touchy touchy in the picture. <laughs> and it's crazy that that as a as a society we, we have to do that now, but it's all about covering your own ass, man, at the end of the day. People be tripping, yo. Just throwing that out there. But before we go to break here, and good news, before I bring more bad news to you guys, <laughs> um, the Hawaiian wildflowers or wild, wildfires that we've talked about on here, uh, we've talked about in the past and brought up and stuff like that. Um, we all know it was devastating. Of course, we all know the conspiracies and stuff like that. But... Um, First group of residents return to the island. Uh, what is that island? Lahani? Lahana? Lahanai? Lahani? I don't know. Um, residents who lost their homes in wildfires that destroyed the Hawaiian town were allowed to return to their homes on Monday after nearly two months of waiting. Residents were allowed to return in phases, uh, reported. Hawaiian News Now reported residents returned to properties. <laughs> In uh, Zone 1C, according to the news outlet, the total number of residents allowed back into the fire ravaged um, was about 100. Uh, and approximately 24 residents were included in the area along. Um, a certain road. What is that road? Uh, can you? Can you? Uh, anyways, not very good words. <laughs> 
Uh, they're very appreciate, appreciative to uh, get here, something they've all been waiting anxiously for. And people who haven't been here since the fire are taken back by the amount and the extent of destruction. So, you know, that's crazy. Some of these people fled their homes, and they ain't been back since. So they had no idea what the true damage was until now. But the death toll from the fires remained at 97 on Mondays. Officials identified another person who died. Officials said um, an 83-year-old died in the fire. The names of 83 people who died in the fire have been released publicly, according to the television station, uh, KITV. Uh, authorities said there were six other people who have been positive or positive words are hard, positively identified, but their families have not been notified. Officials said that uh, returning to the destroyed properties will be difficult for families. Obviously, I mean you're literally coming back to nothing or what was left of what you had or, or whatever. Um, Talking to the staff, they had a couple of emotional moments, especially for someone older showing up with a family member that has some mobility challenges and just being concerned that they want to get their insurance represent or representative on the properties. Uh, an official said, I think that's the common type of scenario, just people who are struggling and want to get some closure, not just that emotional closure, but maybe even financial closure with their insurance. Hopefully the insurance agencies do the right thing and they take care of these people and, and, they, and they don't try to screw them over because uh, unfortunately insurance agencies are not always the greatest and are not always the easiest to work with. They can be a bit of a pain in the ass. Um, they want to go in. There's going to be dust. How much dust is too much dust? We don't know. I would tell them to read what happened after 9-11. They thought there would be long-term side effects, but the cancers show way later for people who worked that day. Officials said that uh, they'll be able to help people who have lost their homes. They might have a memento or a certain thing of importance on ground. So we'll put volunteers there and proper equipment to look for to look and help the families. I cannot stress the dangers out there. There's a lot of debris, debris, um, on the private parcels that will be cleared later. We want people to see their properties, bring them closure, and have that moment to grieve and bring closure, officials said. Um, this whole situation I think in my opinion, and I think in a lot of other people's opinions, it's been handled piss poorly, for lack of better words. Uh, and that's not even giving it justice. The whole situation was such a clusterfuck. Um, the way the government handled it, the way they, the uh, local officials handled or local government are government in general handled it and the way these people were taken care of it's just unacceptable uh, especially especially with the amount of money and and weapons and, and shit that we've sent to like the ukraine and everything like that 
I said it before, I'll say it again. Take care of our own house before we take care of somebody else's house. And, and our government does a very piss poor job of doing that, especially the uh, current fucking jerk offs that are in office. In power, so to say. Spending more time and energy and effort sending billions of dollars to another country. Not only that, but then they're spending all this money and effort just trying to once again throw shit at a wall and see if something sticks trying to screw uh, Trump over. Like American politics in the last 16 years or so has become such a fucking joke. It's like a daycare and kids fighting over toys. Say about that. <laughs> uh, but in other news, are you guys ready to wage a different type of war? I'm talking about the war on big energy and not, not your power companies like energy drinks. <laughs> are you looking for an alternative? It's going to give you the uh, the pick-me-up, the energy, and the focus that you need to get through a day and not leave you with a crash into a, hundred mile wall, or into a wall at 100 miles an hour and not, not leave you feeling all jittery and shaky and, and your heart going a bazillion miles an hour. Well, I've got the answer for you. Go ahead and check out our friends at W Energy. They got all those things. No jitters, no crash. I also got all them good vitamins that you need. Head over to W.GG. Place your order. Use our promo code Words Are Hard. Gonna save you a little bit of money. Not only that, but they got a lot of flavors to choose from. You're gonna find one that you like. Mine's a tub sludge. It's probably my favorite one that I've tried so far. Big fan of it. I gotta place me an actual order and give me some more as well. I can't tell you guys to order something if I'm not ordering, but I gotta order me some because I like it. I gave up energy drinks a long time ago uh, because of the crash, because of the jitters, because of the way it made me feel. I just felt worse than I did after, you know, I, after I drank one, I felt worse than I did before. Now, I found that good alternative. No jitters, no crash. Again, head over to W.GG. Before you check out, use our code. Words are hard and save money. And if Jeff was here and I didn't do this, he would yell at me. So he's so proud of himself. Wage war. Right there it is. WGG, baby. All right. Let's take ourselves a real quick uh, break, shall we? Play a little bit more blacktop mojo for your ear holes. Actually, you know what? I'm just going to do Matt James. Matt James is actually, I believe he's currently on tour solo. So this is off of his new solo album. Matt James, where is it at? Go ahead and check out Matt James and blacktop mojo. On all social media and wherever you stream music at, go ahead and check them out. Show them some love. Let them know we sent you. <coughs> I 
Uh, let's do um, let's do Runaway. I like a uh, yeah. Let's do Runaway. Back in just a few minutes. Nonsense, go nonsense, everybody. It's Monday. 
We're almost done. I can see the finish line. We've almost made it. You guys have suffered two hours of just me. You can suffer one more. You all in bed? Oh. Oh, uh, Matt Riddle was released. He was basically fired. Why? I don't know. Do, 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 do. All right. Well, fantasy football shit talk and get that out of the way. Welcome back to Nonsense Go Nonsense, everybody. I'm Glick. If you guys aren't already, go ahead and do that too. Go ahead and check us out on all them social medias Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can also join us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday on YouTube and Facebook. Get in the chatters box, shoot your shit, hang out. We do enjoy conversating with you guys, letting you guys take part of the show. It's always a good time and engaging with you. And if you can't join us live or you miss a live, go ahead and check us out anytime, any place on Zencast or Spotify and everywhere you listen to podcasts at all at Nonsensical Nonsense Podcast. Or you can go to bio.link slash nonsensical nonsense. It's going to give you all them links. Everything. Not only that. So I was going to give you them links to our sponsors. You guys can go and uh, get you some W Energy and get you some Liquid IV. If you're a podcaster and you want to check out Zencaster like we did, and just don't forget when you check out, use our promo code Words Are Hard. Get that money. Get that. Save that money. Save that money. We all like saving money, don't we? Don't we? So check this out. Things aren't getting better, man. I, this is just going from, from worse to worse. I, um, <laughs> I should laugh at this but because it's horrible, but there's a part of me that wants to kind of laugh. Uh, an Indianapolis woman has been arrested and is accused of stabbing, stabbing an infant inside a hotel. In Castleton, Indiana, while attempting to stab a dog for eating her chicken sandwich, the uh, Indianapolis Metro Metropolitan Police Department responded to a report of a stabbing shortly before 11 p.m. Uh, Tuesday at the Days Inn in the 8300 block of uh, Craig Street. When officers arrived, IMPD said they found a one-year-old girl stabbed in the neck. A short time later, police found the suspect hiding out near a bush outside of the hotel. Obviously, police arrested her, later identified as the girl's 32-year-old aunt, Sharon Key, they arrested her for criminal recklessness. That's all. Just, just a little recklessness. Another major just stabbed a one-year-old in the fucking neck. Uh, according to police reports, booking photo for Sharon Key, the suspect tearfully confessed to, stab, to the stabbing, took place by accident. I want her to be accountable for this, said the victim's grandfather, Tracy Griffin. My granddaughter, my granddaughter will be scarred for the rest of her life, Griffin said. His granddaughter 
The stabbing victim is expected to survive. That's great. I mean, that's obviously. Um, but was taken to Riley Children's Hospital and got several stitches in her ear and neck. After the stabbing, the child's mo mother, who was also in the hotel room, quickly called 911. The suspect, Key, told police that the family went to Burger King to pick up some food and they returned to the hotel. Key claimed that her pit bull ate her chicken sandwich, according to court records, so she got mad and chased the dog around the room with a knife. Not a whole lot of room to run around a hotel chasing a pit bull with a knife. When the dog jumped on the bed where the child was laying down, Key said she tried to stab the dog but missed and stabbed her niece by mistake. It's stupid, and at the same time, she's a grown-up. Griffin said this was the grandfather. She should have known that the baby was sitting right there. I want the book thrown at her. <laughs> I'm not mad at him. Uh, jail records show Key has been in and out of jail more than 20 times over the last decade. So, yeah, she probably should be locked away uh, for a long time. Court records show she pleaded guilty to stabbing another woman with a box cutter during a fight at a gas station in 2020. She was released from the Department of Corrections in March for that crime. Key's family members that we spoke with uh, said she struggled with drug and alcohol addiction and mental health issues for years. They added that they wish the city would assist those in need instead of simply cycling them in and out of jail. It's always somebody else's fault. Huh? The city needs to do better, said Griffin. All they're doing is slapping her on the wrist. I agree with the grandfather 100%. I don't agree with her stupid-ass family because you cannot constantly put the blame on somebody else. At some point in your life, you have to take accountability for your actions. It's You got mental problems? We all do. Yeah, drug addiction, go get help. It's up to you. At the end of the day, you, you're fighting addiction, you're battling addiction, it's up to you to make those changes. Nobody else can make you do it. But you're a grown-ass damn adult, and you know better than to chase a fucking dog around a hotel room and try to stab it. Let alone a dog jumps on the bed where a baby is. And again, my baby wouldn't have been the only one that needed paramedics that night. <laughs> Formal charges are still pending, but criminal recklessness is a low-key felony that carries punishment of six months to two and a half years behind bars. Um, they, they, authorities are asking for anybody with information on the incident to call child abuse office. Um, I feel like all the information is right there. Like, sounds like there were only three people in the room. Sounds like all the information you need is literally right there. Drugs are bad, and you know, like I don't think any big breaking news revelations are going to come out. Um, about what happened. We all know what happened here at the end of the day.
But I agree. If 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 she's if she's got a criminal record, <coughs> excuse me. If she's got a criminal record, like they say she does, she's already got one case on her where she stabbed somebody. It's it's about time to lock her up and hold her accountable. And maybe it may be in the time that she's locked up. Um. She can get clean. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe get some mental health or mental help. Now, I'm not the biggest proponent of our tax dollars paying for these things, but at the end of the day, and I think that's where our, our system lacks at the end at, uh, as well. You know, why can't I think of words tonight? Jesus Christ. When people go into jails, you want to try to correct their behaviors. You want to try to rehabilitate them. There's the word I was looking for. And, and, and at the end of the day, that is really not an option there because our jails are overcrowded. They're overpopulated. They're understaffed. Um, you know, crime rate in prisons are, are astronomical. It's 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 insane. But there comes a point in time when you realize that somebody has passed the point of rehabilitation, and you just have to. I hate to sound like a heartless scumbag, but you just have to give up on them. Lock them up. Throw away the key. Lock them up and throw away the key. That's all I can say. Well, from stabbing a baby into the neck to a fun little game of toss the baby. I'm not throwing babies. And our favorite place of all places, of Florida. Two women were arrested last week outside of a Florida bar after they were seen aggressively handling a baby. At one point, allegedly holding by his ankles and swinging him around. I've done that with my kids. I wouldn't say aggressively, but... <laughs> I mean... Uh, Brianna LaFoe, 19, and Sierra Newell, uh, 20, were taken into custody by Daytona Beach Police on charges of child abuse. Uh, police responded to the uh, Coyote Ugly Saloon just after midnight. Red flag number one. We got a baby out of bar after midnight. <laughs> they might have been looking for their for for the baby's new uncle. Should not pay attention to me. Um, according to an arrest affidavit, witness, uh, affidavit uh, witnesses told police that Lafoe and Newell were throwing the baby into the air, flipping him upside down, and tossing him back and forth over a distance of about four feet above concrete, like a toy according to court records. 
Uh, police did not report the relationship between the women and the baby. I hope that it was one of their baby and it wasn't just a random baby that they found off the street. But it is Florida. Wouldn't surprise me if there was just a random baby hanging out on the sidewalk at, at midnight and these two crackheads grabbed him and decided to play, play a rousing game with toss the baby. Um, according to the rest of the tri witnesses tried to stop the pair from roughly handling, handling the child. The witness was hit by one of the women. Uh, Daytona police officials said that the baby was taken into a local hospital with red marks on his back and possibly a broken arm. The child has since been released from the hospital. But how fucking stupid can somebody be? Again, I say at birth, we should be fixed. And then once we reach a certain age, we should have to pass a psychological evaluation and an IQ test of some sort before we're allowed to breed. What up, Biznatch? Before we're allowed to breed, man, because too many fucking stupid people are having babies. Or people who are not ready to be parents and think that a baby will solve a relationship problem are breeding. <laughs> Come on board, buddy. I'll even send you an old school jersey. Come on board. You're welcome. <laughs> we always got room. Um, yeah, sterilization at birth. And then, like, at, like, 25, you can take a, you know, an IQ test and, and, and have to do a psychological evaluation and if you pass both, then you can have a baby. You can be unsterilized and, and you can try to reproduce. But uh, <laughs> uh, Michigan is also accepting applicants as well. They're, uh <laughs> if you need a new college team. But Jesus Christ. And here's the kicker. They didn't even release if this baby belonged to either one of these girls. Mind you, they were 19 and 20. So what they were doing hanging outside of a bar, I believe. Well, I know the Coyote Saloon that that we had in Charleston was 21 and over. So you had to be over the age of 20 to, 21 to get in. So I would assume that most of those other ones are, are 21 and over. I'm, I'm assuming. I don't know. Back to the land of obscurity for Clemson. You had a good run. <laughs> um, holy smokes, man. Jalen Hurts can come out anytime now. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
I wish I could find that damn news story that I had earlier. Holy crap, that one was crazy. Apparently, um, down in Florida, an alligator just snatched some elderly woman up and just ate her ass. And and the only reason that uh, officials found out about it, and this motherfucker was not small. He was 13 damn feet long. The only reason officials found out about it was... Uh, it's okay if I borrow this for the night. Yeah, but it needs to be brought back down and put back down on the record player before you go to school tomorrow. Well, then. What about you in those dining rooms? What? Your son's just day two on the dining room. Well, leave him alone. I mean, he can turn the TV on. Um, but, um, again, I shouldn't be laughing, but uh, a 13-foot alligator, there was like some human remains found, uh, a couple personal belongings, and, and and blood chilling out by where the skater was. And it turns out that uh, apparently, randomly, just snatched up an elderly woman and uh, and uh, ate her up. Man, alligators are losing their shit. But I also know, like. I don't know how it is in Florida, but I know when I lived in Charleston, I was talking to the, um, because we had about a six footer in uh, my pond behind my house that I had. And uh, they came and got them one day and they said anything over five to six feet, they, they relocate. And when I say relocate, they relocated to the nearest restaurant that serves gator bites <laughs> or <laughs> to the uh, local shoe store that makes uh, gator boots and, and gator purses or gator belts um, just out of a safety concern. I don't know. It seems a little weird to me, but I mean, I guess. <laughs> but the gator was killed humanely. <laughs> don't fuck around with these alligators, man. They're living, breathing dinosaurs, y'all. Living, a breathing dinosaurs. Cam, are you still in here? I got a question for you. I got a real question for you. Two real questions. Well, I guess one question with two answers. I think that's, um, what is your level of concern for, A, Clemson moving forward? Do you think uh, old boy has ran his course as coach there? And what is your level of concern for the Carolina Panthers for the future? Because... I feel like they've taken a page out of old school Cleveland's history books and they just continue to go backwards. And I know Clemson had a couple struggles last year, but then this year they've already got two losses. I'm just curious because there's a guy who as a Michigan fan has been ragged on for years. And then it's like, you know, if you look back at it, Michigan has not been a bad football program ever. We've had a couple, quote-unquote, losing seasons. But 
in all honesty, outside of beating Ohio State and and, and you know winning a bowl game with Harbaugh up until recent, uh, you know, we still haven't, he still hasn't been able to really win a bowl game. They're predominantly a powerhouse. They stay strong. They stay they stay um, winning every season. But now they're just a fucking menace to the Big Ten, uh, you know. So, do you think that's all it is? Do you think that they'll be able to rebound from it, like next season with with uh, with uh, Carolina? You think? You know, if they get another, you know, get a season under their belt with the new coaching, the young, I mean, I know they got some young talent. They got a young quarterback. They, you know, I think they'll come around or they're just going to stay a dumpster fire for a hot minute. And all college teams are young. <laughs> People that might be watching the live, or if they watch the live replay, so they know what I'm talking about. Comments coming in from Killer Killer Cam, Eight Four Tree Chuck Taylor. You do. <laughs> nice, nice, brutal. Honesty there, my friend. Watching this here. Watching this here game. Um, I've been doing Monday nights by myself for uh shit. About about two months now, I think. I think I've been doing Monday nights for about two months by myself now. Uh, Jeff doesn't do Monday nights. Um, for the time being, uh, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but for the time being, Tony's no longer a part of the show. So, I uh, had to, oh, shit. Make that unfortunate decision and that unfortunate call, but personal stuff, which I understand, and then just other things. So, <laughs> but uh, Jeff doesn't do Monday nights. So, yeah, I've been rocking these out. Uh, I kind of got out of rhythm because um, it's 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 been a couple weeks since because last Monday we didn't do a show because Nikki and I were at the Steelers game. But I think 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 the Monday before that Jeff was here because it was a holiday or something. I can't remember. So it's been a few weeks since I've done a since I've done them in there. Um, 
yeah, yes and no. To a certain, like I said, to a certain degree. Um, hold on one second. Give me one second. Um, I'll throw this up for just a minute. I'll be right back. Sorry about that. I needed to go pootay. That's <laughs> the only downfall doing a show by yourself. You just got to find shit to randomly throw up. Um, did we part ways to a certain degree? Yes. Like I said, he he was working. He's got some personal shit he's dealing with. Um, and then um, just some other stuff. Kind of all piled up, uh, you know. Aggravations, frustrations kind of boiled over. And uh, at the end of the day, I was just tired of dealing with it. So, like I said, for the time being, I mean... I don't know what's going to happen in the future. He might come back. He may be back. You know, we'll see. I didn't, I don't, I don't like the change, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. It's not always, uh, it's not always fun. It's not always easy. And it's not always enjoyable because uh, when he was here, when he was on, when he was actually engaged, he was a great part of the show. Um. But what are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do, man? Yeah, there, there. We've actually um, there used to be four of us. Um, the one guy, he, the big dog, Mike, he more than likely will be coming back. I don't know if it'll be like on a regular basis or maybe he'll fill in on Mondays, maybe Mondays and Saturdays, maybe Mondays and Wednesdays. I don't know. Um, again, he had uh, he had some personal stuff he was going through. Um, he's been on the show and talked about it, and, which caused some conflicts between him and I. Uh, and some issues which, you know, a lot of people got involved who had no reason to get involved with to the fact that 
you know, we had issues on the show. We had a blow up on the show one night and, um, you know, the next day him and I were talking and talked about things. You take a shower? Yes. I'm going to go take out scissors because you got to go. You know what? I'm going to go take out scissors because you got to go. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. Um, and then uh, we've got Connor who, you know, he, he he's always been great. He's just, uh, he's dealing with some medical issues. He's currently uh, active duty in the military, um, getting ready to be discharged, and then he's going to move, and, and he wants to be a part of the show. And I told him, I said, handle all that shit, and then worry about the show. Every once in a while, he pops in. Um, and, you know, the one mainstay that we brought in was Tony. Um, Tony was awesome. You know, Tony, Tony is awesome. When he, you know, when he's here and stuff, but it's a matter of him being here, and him being engaged, and and him being a part of the show, and like I said, outside of work, he was doing some swing shifts. He's got some personal stuff going on in his life, and then there were just some some other conflicts. Um, you know, um, uh, keep snakes in your yard. You're you're bound to get bit. So, after several weeks of frustration and aggravation, I, I just basically had to pull the trigger and say, yeah, you're, you're done for the time being. Um, basically, what it boils down to, and it's not me directing this at him, it's just a general, general thing, because this is not how I feel about him at all. Sometimes people keep other people around that they think they're is their friends, and in actuality, they're not their friends, and they're hanger honors or just dirt bags in general. Well, that affects you and your actual friendships or relationships. So, and then you got Killer Cam down here, who's. A very good friend of mine in real life. He's been on the show a couple of times. He's done a lot of shit behind the scenes. He's booked some good guests for us. Um, yeah, feel free to ask any questions. I mean, you guys can ask questions. I'm always, I'm always pretty honest and pretty, pretty straightforward. Um, I don't hold anything back. I think that's why we get kind of a bad reputation here. Uh, why I have a bad reputation, why some people don't like us, but they still watch us all the time, even though they don't like us. And they chop and screw and edit edit, edit our audio and, and our video and stuff like that. And right now there's a, <laughs> a valuable lesson being taught if somebody would actually pay attention to it. But um, Eagles, baby. Eagles. Not a shadow. What's going on, man? Long time no see. I mean, your Eagles can win all they want. I just need Jalen Hurts to uh, like go sit down because <laughs> I'm hang I'm hanging on I'm hanging on to a nice um um twenty four point lead twenty five point lead right now in fantasy football. I just need Jalen Hurts to go sit down. <laughs> A little victory Monday for myself. 
Brownies did the brownies put in work yesterday, but but yeah, man, uh, yeah, you can always ask questions. Questions are always allowed here. I don't mind answering them. <clears throat> I think my bluntness and my the fact that I just say it as it is rubs people the wrong way. I'm torn, man. I'm torn, man. I don't like. I don't. I. I, I mean. You you got to be from Philly if you're an Eagles fan. I don't like I don't like the Eagles, but I'm torn because I have Jalen Hurts on one of my teams, and I need points to stay ahead. But then I'm also in another league playing against a guy who has Jalen Hurts, so I need him. <laughs> so so I need him to not score any points. <laughs> it's a catch twenty two, man. Hey, keep it up, and you can go back in the cage. I still have your cage, little boy. <laughs> oh, I'll always be myself. I ain't ever going to change. Trust me. Trust me. I am who I am. There ain't no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Shit, I've taken the throwing penalty flags at my fiance. <laughs> what? Yep. I'm ordering. I'm ordering a set of penalty flags. <laughs> I found on Amazon they had a set of penalty flags, came with review flags, and a and a and a referee's how a hat and a whistle. She said, "If you get a fucking whistle, I will stab you in your sleep." <laughs> she kept taking my vape yesterday, so I threw a penalty flag at her. And she's like, "Did you just throw an imaginary flag at me?" Yep. Throwing flags over here. If the NFL officials, if the NFL officials can can make up bullshit penalties on the fly, I can make up bullshit penalties on the fly. <laughs> what did I hit you with the twenty-five yard one earlier today? We were in the kitchen, and I hit her with a 25-yard penalty for something. What? We were in the kitchen, but I don't remember. I don't remember either. Uh, they could, but it looks like your uh, your eagles are in the, in the red zone. I don't know. If you guys get another touchdown, it's probably over. So they can go ahead and sit down Jalen Hurts for the rest of the game. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't count the Bucks out. The Bucks have surprised me. Um, I'm liking the way uh, – Baker's my guy. You know, I, I hated the way Cleveland did Baker. I didn't like them bringing in Deshaun Watson. Uh, I was excited when uh, when Tampa Bay uh, signed him in the offseason because Tampa Bay is kind of like my second home. I got a lot of friends down there, and 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 I, I listened to a radio station out of Tampa. So um, I find myself rooting for the Lightning and the Buccaneers and, and shit like that. But 
you know, Bake's playing pretty good so far this year. He's probably having a rough night tonight from the look of the looks of the score. But I'm just barely hanging on here, boys. I got like a I got like a five point lead, and I'm barely hanging on, man. I'm barely hanging on. Thank God Puka Nakua isn't playing very well tonight. But neither is Devontae Smith. Higby's got me some points. Trying to go 3-0, and man. <laughs> nah, the, 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 whole, the, the whole Baker Mayfield, Carolina Panthers, uh, Rams experiment was just weird. Um, the kid's a starter. He's not a backup. And, you know, when, when Tampa signed him, I, I knew he'd be starting again. And they've got a pretty good offensive squad down there. The, the downfall with it, you know, they've had a good run the first two weeks. And it's so early in the season. We're only on week three. The Eagles are, are obviously one of the top tier teams right now. Um, potentially could be back in the Super Bowl next year. Light beer commercials. Leave my light beer out of this. All right. <laughs> getting a little. I'm getting a little chunky. <laughs> I eat like dog shit, and I drink like a goddamn fish. One thing I do is drink light beer. <laughs> That's how I keep my gorilla-ish figure. I think it's. You think it's easy to look like a Sasquatch? This takes work. This takes work and effort. But um, but no, I was happy for Baker. Plus, he's down there in that division. That division's absolute dog shit. Let's be honest. Falcons, Saints, Panthers. It's dog shit division or conference. I mean, that's. <laughs> so I mean, but you know, I it's it. My nephew's a Panthers fan, so, you know, I find myself rooting for the Panthers, but it's also very easy for me to make fun of the Panthers as well. But I'm a Browns fan. I'm a lifelong Browns fan. Who am I to make fun of anybody's team? Let's be honest, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I've, I've, I've got a closet full of jerseys of players that the Browns have absolutely ruined. Ruined. You should probably just uh, throw her in the swamp. Dave's bread, brah. What is Dave's bread? She's a Cowboys fan and a Tar Heels fan. Why would you talk to somebody that's a Cowboys fan, first and foremost? Are you sure she's a she and not a, you know? <laughs> she got a little dangle dang, uh, jingle jangle in her pants. <laughs> Goddamn Cowboys got the fucking dick knocked in the dirt yesterday by the Cardinals. I loved it. Sons of bitches. Oh, NC State. Okay. Well, you said NC football. 
Yeah, you know, ain't nobody ever accused people from North Carolina of being the smartest people in the world. So, ah, <laughs> uh, gotcha. That makes even more sense. Again, I ask, are you sure she's not a he? Jeff can tell you stories about them uh, Mexican lady boys of the night. I don't think I've ever seen it, man. I have to look for it. I don't eat, I don't actually eat a lot of bread. Well, sometimes I do. Actually, I actually really don't eat a whole lot. I typically only eat like dinner. And then late night snacks when I've been drinking all night on Saturdays. Snacks. <laughs> And by snacks, I mean ordering sheets in the middle of the night and getting three breakfast sandwiches, hash browns. Bless you. Nice. Oh, really? Settle for a field goal. Uh-oh. Let's see if I can get one of these daggone. What channels are the games on? We'll throw them up here real quick while we're while we're chit chatting. First down. I see they're in the tin tin tin. That's Cincinnati. There we go. Oh, got a little Philly Tampa action on over here. Put that red chat. I don't know, man. It might be a little too late. There's only 11 minutes left in the game. They're down by 22. I'm not counting them out, but I'm just saying. Oh, man, I am. Bro, I have not had French toast, and I don't even know how long. I love French toast. I like to get the, uh, I like to get the uh, Texas toast. And make French toast out of that. Um, Jesus, age first. Lord have mercy. Um, yeah, I haven't had French toast. It's it's been a hot minute. I think the last time I actually had French toast, I went to. Uh, I had taken the kids to IHOP, and I got um, strawberry and banana French toast because that's like my favorite fruit combination in the entire world, strawberry and banana. Touchdown. Oh. Give it to White. Give it to White for a touchdown. Let him punch it in. That Godwin was in. But um, that's what I want that I haven't had in a hot minute. Strawberry, banana, peanut butter smoothie. It's that good shit right there. I just take care of uh, 
shop down beside Smoothie King when I lived when I worked or when I lived in Charleston. I used to go into Smoothie King all the damn time. Turn and get a goal, goddamn goal line stand right here. Just give it to White. Let White keep punching it. <laughs> you just now see the name of my fantasy football team. <laughs> uh, I got to give credit where credit's due, though. Uh, yeah, my fantasy football team, I, I changed the name of it to Cream Pies. Um, I got to give credit where credit's due, though, man, because um, Kevin hit me up the other day after touchdown. Holy shit. Not Evans. Did not eat, need Evans to fucking score a touchdown. Nope. I lost that one. But uh, after Cleveland re-signed Kareem Hunt, uh, Kevin, who's in our, in our league, um, messaged me, and he was like, dude, if you don't change your, if you please, or would you please change your damn name to your fantasy football team to Kareem Pies? And I said, well, let's see if he actually plays Sunday, and then we'll probably do that. So I changed it this morning. <laughs> Bengals and uh, Rams are tied. Nice. I need the Rams to just beat that ass. God, I would love for the Bengals to go 0-3. I got a, I got a friend of mine who you would swear this kid played for the Ohio State Buckeyes and the Cincinnati Bengals with as much as he's got their dicks in his mouth. Fucking Evans out here making plays tonight, boy. One-handed grabs, end zone grabs. But, uh, I would love for the Bengals to go 0-3 tonight. Big old fat fucking goose Suck it, Cincy. Plus the fact that my Browns gave them that first beatdown. That was great. <laughs> What's the score? What is uh what is I gotta see where are we where are we at? Shit, shit, fuck, shit, 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 fuck. All right, all right, still hanging on to that little lead. Still hanging on that little lead there, Glick. I don't even need any more points than that one. That's just more of an added insult to injury. Two points in that one. This one, I'm, I'm walking away with the dub in that one. Man, no way he's going to beat me. Not unless fucking Jalen all of a sudden puts up 40-plus points in the fourth quarter. <laughs> anywho, anywho, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, shit. It's on the agenda next. We got a few more minutes to kill here. We got a few more minutes to kill here. In the meantime, I'm going to have mine in the morning. 
go ahead and knock this out the way real quick if you if you if you can allow me to if you guys would be so kind <clears throat> um you know you guys hear me talk about it all the time you know i love my liquid iv keeps me uh feeling good if you will but uh you know here's the thing um you can use it first thing in the morning you can use it before a workout when you feel run down in the afternoon after a night out with the friends or on long flights because at the end of the day, proper functioning, functional hydration is essential. And Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Their hydration multiplier is one product you're missing in your daily routine. And I'm telling you, as somebody who's been using it on a, on a regular basis for the last several months, what a freaking difference it has made. Um, not only that, you know, but you think of the you know like uh you know your hydrational drinks and stuff like that and it's like oh you know how am i gonna keep a a bottle cold why do i have to carry so many bottles these come in little individual packets it's a powdered drink man you mix it with 20 ounces of water and you're ready to rock and roll so you can do it on the fly you don't have to worry about keeping it cold or or anything like that not only that but it comes in all these freaking crazy ass great flavors uh Strawberry, strawberry lemonade, grape, lemon lime, pina colada, tropical punch, watermelon, strawberry. The list goes on and on and on and on. But probably what you didn't know is that one stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water is going to hydrate you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Not only that, but it also contains five of your essential vitamins. And it has three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks. And it's made with quality ingredients, no GMO, and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Ah, so everybody can enjoy it. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use our promo code WORDSAREHARD at checkout. That's 20% off of anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code WORDSAREHARD at liquidiv.com. What are you waiting for? Go get your hydration right, you goofy some bitches. <laughs> yeah, anyways, got that out the way. No, I do, I do enjoy, I really do enjoy liquid IV. I have one, eh, at least one every day. I've been, I've been kind of lacking the last last week or so, but yet I felt it. Boy, have I felt it. So I'll get back into that um, that clock management, clock chewing time. So the Eagles are going to try to chew the clock down. Oh, where, oh, where? What? Let me get my breath. Yeah. Let's go over here. The Eagles are about to chew the clock out. Get this dub. Walk away with another win. Slow off by themselves is number one. 
in the NFC East. So we didn't get to it Saturday night. Give you guys a little preview of Wednesday show. Jeff will be back Wednesday night for a brand new episode. Uh, we didn't get into it. Thanks, buddy. Um, we didn't get into it Saturday night like I had planned to. So I'm hoping to get into it um, Wednesday. Since it is spooky season, as the kids like to say, I found a list of the 100 top haunted houses in the country. And this isn't. Um, Who's are they? Huh? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Had to be a dad for a second. Um, but no, I found this list. It's it's a hundred, it's the top one hundred haunted houses in the country um and not like not like oh i got a ghost in my house no like the um haunted attractions or you know the um scare houses you know here we have the haunted hoochie and the haunted jail and stuff like that you know with, with the actors and shit like that uh and i wanted to dive into it um saturday but we didn't get a chance to so i think we'll dive into it wednesday night as well as I'm sure uh, we're going to do a little bragging or eating a piece of humble pie because, you know, it is Monday and technically fantasy football is going on and Jeff's not here tonight, but, um, you know, Jeff's been playing pretty well. It's the first time he's ever played fantasy football, doesn't know anything about football. And uh, he's he's been uh, he's been handling his own this season so far. Three weeks in, um, but you know by Wednesday we'll have all the 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 scores locked in and everything like that. So we'll be able to do a little bragging or, or eating humble pie, as I said. And then who knows what else? <coughs> Jeff and I will get into. Lord on the nose at the end of the day, but I definitely do want to get into that list uh, Wednesday night. We're not going to do all 100. I'm going to break it down. I do want to get through all 100 of them. I'll break it down to like 10 or 15 at a clip and uh, do that once a week. Uh, but I think it'll be a pretty cool thing because there's a lot of people that are into the haunted houses and, and there's a lot of people out there that travel. Um, I was talking to um, a buddy of mine uh, a couple years back. And uh, he um, he travels a lot for work. And he said that was something that he started doing. Uh, he started see seeking out, like, the best haunted houses in whatever area he was in working. And then that popped up, and it reminded me of that conversation that we had because, you know, the Powerball is back up over uh, over $700 million. And let's say I hit that. That might be one of those frivolous uh, things that I that I might do with uh, <laughs> with my lottery winnings. It would be something that would intrigue me and maybe uh, be something I'd look at wanting to do is just travel the country around this time of year and uh, check out haunted houses. 
uh, you know, go to the top ones. I don't want to go to any of those weird ones, man. There's those weird ones out there where you got to sign waivers and shit, and people they like grab you and duct tape you to a chair and 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 do all kinds of crazy fucking shit to you. Like I ain't, you know, I ain't down for all that because, uh, yeah, you ain't you ain't violating me like that. <laughs> I'm gonna fight back, and you're not allowed to fight back. They're like, well, what kind of fucking psychopath signs up for that? And be like, yeah, I'm gonna walk through there, and it, you know, it's one of those things. Like, if you make it, you win this extravagant prize or whatever the case may be. But I ain't, yo, you got me fucked up. I ain't signing up for that dumb shit. Hell no! You fucking grabbing me, duct taping me to a chair, tying me up, roughhousing with me. Uh, nah, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll punch somebody right in their goddamn throat. <laughs> Just saying. But, um, I don't know. I think it'd be something fun to do. I like the uh, haunted houses base just just because of the uh, uh, entertainment uh, entertainment factor. They're they're fun to do. Oh, we're just coming back from halftime for the uh, bungholes and rams. Ram the bungholes, Sue's. Ram them right in the butthole. Let's go, Rams. <laughs> Dogs looking at me like I'm crazy. Flag, ten yard penalty. Looking at Daddy O like he's crazy. Unacceptable. You need to go get a ticket for one of the haunted houses. I know we need to try to figure out if we're. Unfortunately, uh, my fiance is working two jobs right now, like seven days a week. But. Uh, let me see if we can figure out a way to go to one. We went to there's um here where here where we live, um there's a there's an old jail. It's quote unquote haunted, whatever. Uh, but they turned it into one of those haunted houses. And they just don't do it just at Halloween time. They've actually done an attraction for Valentine's Day that her and I went to. And it was really cool. It's nothing big, it's nothing extravagant, but it was cool. <coughs> But then they also did something for Easter as well. Um, I like a, I can't remember what the hell they called it, but their their uh, main character was like a demonic Easter bunny. So you know they're they're finding ways to do stuff all year round with it and revolve it around the holidays. A lot of yeah, and yeah, there was a drawing tonight, so hopefully nobody hits tonight, and uh, I can have a crack at it Wednesday. We've had that discussion a million times on here. Every time, every time the lottery gets up, uh, you know, to a certain amount, or every time it gets up to some uh, crazy, uh, uh, you know, uh, amount, the conversation comes up for everybody. You know, what would you do if you won? They still stand. Haunted Hoochie is probably the biggest one, and then we have uh, Fear Columbus, which is probably the second biggest one. Um, and then they, uh, and then you got the Mansfield Reformatory. Those are probably your three biggins. But uh, 
I tell people the same thing. Eh, I, I've said it for a million years. A, I'm I'm opening my bar. B, gonna buy a fucking stupid amount of property. Right. Okay. Look, you can plug this into the charger that's uh, the computer charger that's out there in the living room. You don't even need to be plugged in. Oh, oh, um. Oh, really? Holy shit! I didn't know that. Um, you know, I'd I'd buy me a couple couple hundred acres, and uh, you know, build us a house. Nothing, not like a big monster mansion. Just something that would that would fit us, maybe, and and even a little bit bigger. And I told Nikki, I said I would give each one of the kids like five acres on somewhere on the property. So like her boys, I'd give them like five acres or whatever, and then pay to build build them a house. But they had to have like specifications for the house. It would be like twenty five hundred square foot house or whatever, and, and pay for them that way. We and then build her parents a house as well, something that fit their needs, and we could all be on the same property, not have to be right on top of each other. But um, and then. I would have a state-of-the-art studio. I know that much because if I had the lottery, I'd start doing this shit five days a week. Because <laughs> I'm still gonna work, obviously. But, you know that's why I want to. You know I want to open my own uh, bar, which I've already got the idea and and, and I know what I want to do. And she's got experience in the bar business, so. Um. Uh, and then I was thought of that, I don't know. I mean, obviously new cars and shit like that and toys for the for the property and she wants farm animals that she doesn't think I'm gonna eat, but I'm gonna eat them. <laughs> eat them all. <laughs> animals on a farm have two purposes work or food. Yes, they're not pets. Listen here, Katie Jr. Now we're making videos of your donkeys fucking. <laughs> I didn't know that the person out in California that won the last one hadn't claimed it yet. So what happens? So what happens if you don't claim your prize in the allotted time? It's just that 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 prize just go away? I mean, like it never existed or I would just put it on top of the prize now. <laughs> the largest that's not a bad that's actually pretty cool. Okay. But the Powerball is 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 a nationwide thing. So would they just, how would you split that up? Would it all go to California? I mean, not all the ticket sales that when it, you know, you know, I know, I know not all, but I know, I mean, some of that money I would assume from purchase from ticket purchases would go into the prize. I don't know. Maybe I don't, I don't know how any of that works. I just go in and tell them what I want to me. Powerball with a multiplier auto draft it or auto pick. Take my, take my tickets and come home. 
and then wake up the next morning and go, oh, wasted ten dollars. Oh well. <laughs> I'll spend like ten bucks or nine bucks or whatever it is. I don't know, like ten, twelve dollars. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I don't spend a lot. And it's like, well, I spent twelve bucks. Yeah, all right, I'm out twelve bucks, or I turn twelve bucks into three hundred and some odd million dollars. Talk about a fucking investment. What? We're talking shit down there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't know what they did with it. I don't. I, yeah, like I said, I don't. I don't know how any of that stuff works. That's curiosity. I should look into that. I should do some research on that. So see what happens to it. Um, but I mean, I still feel like that would probably single-handedly go down. A, a, a buying a lottery ticket has got to be one of the best investments you can make. If you win, if you win, you know, if you lose, obviously, like I said, you're who the hell just scored that goddamn touchdown. Is that was that Higby? Oh, of course they're gonna fucking throw a flag on it. God damn it! I could have used that Higby touchdown. Damn it! Anywho, we're about at that time. Do appreciate y'all listening. Appreciate y'all hanging out. Hopefully, you enjoyed hanging out with me tonight. We'll be back Wednesday night with a brand new episode. In the meantime, go ahead and check out them socials. Don't forget, we go live Monday, Wednesdays, and Saturday, 7 p.m.-ish. And in the meantime, you can listen to us anytime, anyplace on all those podcast platforms. Simply go to bio.link slash nonsensical nonsense. You're going to get all of our social media, all of our podcast platforms, and links to all of our sponsors. Check them out. Get your order there. There you go. The answer. Uh, if a winner of a Powerball or Mega Millions grand prize doesn't come forward, the money is returned to the state lotteries in proportions to their sales for smaller prizes of these games or for the state lottery games. The states have different rules. Oh, okay, cool. Bada bing, bada boom. There it is. That's a good thing about our chatters box. You guys are always awesome. But um, like I said, we'll be back Wednesday night. We're in the song or in the night. A little blacktop mojo. We've been rolling blacktop mojo all night. We're gonna go ahead and ride it out with them with these guys. Let's do let's do uh where the wind. Um go ahead and check blacktop mojo out on all social media wherever you stream music at blacktop mojo. Show the guys some love. Follow them, let them know we sent you. And keep an eye for them tour dates because they might be coming to a town near you. And I know Matt is on the road right now, I believe, uh, mainly out in Texas and whatnot. But go ahead and check it out. He might be coming somewhere near you at the end of the day. Appreciate you hanging out with me tonight, brother. I'll see you guys Wednesday. And let me hit the button right. Yeah.
time mojo to wrap up your monday night hopefully you guys have a good week we'll see you wednesday until then goodbye motherfuckers no. <laughs> be good or be good at it and always remember learn how to be efficient Push your buttons. Always remember WWNND. Goodbye, motherfuckers.